Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. My name is Jillian Lee Garner. And I'm Courtney Bell. As we all know, every day millions take to the internet to find love, lust, a little something in between. While some of these hangouts result in exciting new relationships, some become devastating dates with death. We're about to share with you and experience alongside you the story of one such deadly online connection and hopefully how you can avoid it. It's time for I Met My Murderer Online. Jillian, did you know that there are more than 1,500 dating apps available for download? 1,500? I can name five off the top of my head. That's probably I, it. I would have had no idea. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Dating apps are a fantastic way to connect with someone in your town or city within minutes. With one single swipe, you can hook up with someone that you may have never expected to meet. And although online dating has its dangers, most of the time... In my own personal experience, it's been pretty safe. But in the summer of 2018, a hardworking young nurse from Queens, New York, swiped right, and it cost her her life when she met her murderer online. Zinea Barney, a 26-year-old Long Island, New York woman, was using the dating app Plenty of Fish when she reeled in a handsome young man. On the other end of that Plenty of Fish hook was a charming 27-year-old man named Danuel Drayden. According to Zinea, the conversations between her and Danuel were very romantic, and she wasn't even looking for love. They spoke nearly every day. After a short time, they began to see each other in person. Going out on dates with Danuel was romantic. The relationship seemed very real and very promising. They enjoyed their nights out. Things progressed, and Zanea eventually introduced Danuel to her young son. Journalist Joe Gardner thinks Zanea appropriately took her time for that introduction. Zanea was a good mother, very protective, and she wouldn't introduce her son to just anyone that she dated. This was a big step and an indication of the confidence that she had and where the relationship was headed. The relationship went on for six months, and Zanea thought Danuel was level-headed with goals and plans for his life. They had a lot in common. She believed that she was falling for Daniel. After six months of dating, Zanea noticed changes in Daniel's behavior, including one incident where Zanea answered a call from another woman. She found out that the woman met Daniel on the Plenty of Fish app as well. As a young mother, Zanea was someone who had her priorities very clear, and her son was placed 
above anyone else. She thought that Daniel Drayton was a catch, but apparently he was still hoisting his line out on the Plenty of Fish app. This is his girlfriend. Who is this? Excuse me? No, don't you call you this doing? number what? ever again. I don't. What are you doing? Who is that? It's nobody. Why what do you mean? No. Because she's calling while you're with me. I don't, I don't know understand. her. I don't know her. Look, Yours? I'm with you. No, you're with her too. The relationship was definitely over after the angry outburst. The phone calls Zanea received from Drayton were relentless. Voicemails, text messages, as well as a mountain of missed calls. Everything that Zanea perceived about Drayton being smooth and level-headed abruptly ended. He was not mentally well. Daniel's behavior began to boil over as he stalked Zanea on a daily basis, on both social media, under a number of phony aliases, as well as in person. I kidnapped that that's what you gonna do? You gonna do what? I called you. I called you. Say you gonna do what to my son? You say you gonna. I warned you to During nonstop barrage of phone calls, messages, and stalking her outside of her home. Daniel demands a face-to-face -face meeting. Zanea would have to make a final decision about whether to meet her dream date turned disaster in person. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Zanea Barney met her dream date online. That dream date turned into a disaster after Zanea caught him speaking with another woman. On June 13th, 2018, Zanea agreed to meet Danielle as he begged her obsessively and lured her with his news that he would be moving out of state. Journalist Joe Gardner says she wisely met him at a public place. Although Zanea handled Danielle's previous anger issue with incredible poise, she reluctantly met him at a local Chipotle restaurant. At a restaurant, Danielle didn't eat. He was all business, obsessed. After his attempts to rekindle their romance failed, he asked to be dropped off at a local park. Once at the park, Danielle attacked her. I'ma fucking kill you! You can't break up with me! You can't! The idea to meet in public was a good one. She let her guard down when she took Drayton to the park. Strangers helped Zanea call the police, but Drayton got away on foot. Drayton attempted to choke her, and Zanea was lucky to have had people around that helped distract Drayton so that she could get away. Don't go to a second location. Oh God. Just please don't go to a second location with people you don't trust. Meet at the public place, stay at the public place. If they're like, hey, let's go to this restaurant, let's go to my apartment, let's go anywhere else, don't go to the second location, guys, please. And thank God it was the park, because obviously there'd be more likely that people would be there. Exactly. 
Drayton was arrested and charged with trespassing and strangulation, but he was quickly released by a Nassau County court judge. The Nassau County court system did not have a record of Drayton's criminal past. It was later found out that Drayton was actually from Connecticut. Drayton's prior conviction in 2011 sounded eerily familiar. Second-degree strangulation, unlawful arrest, and violating a restraining order. The Nassau County Court released a statement. Quote, There was no way the judge could have known, and the judge didn't know there was an out-of-state criminal history. End quote. I'm sorry, we don't check? This next part, in addition, gets me too. As far as Zinea was concerned, Daniel Drayton was behind bars. She had no idea that he had even been released. I, I just personally did not know that these were things that were allowed to happen. No, and it makes me terrified for myself and mm-hmm. my friends mm-hmm. where what if we do the quote unquote correct thing and we go to the police mm-hmm. and we tell them about the assault or whatever horrific thing happened to us and there's no guarantee that they're actually going to look into this man. There's no guarantee that he is going to be seen as the danger that he actually is. Mm -hmm. But we're obviously discussing such an obvious problem. Right. The rejection that Daniel Drayton received from Zinea apparently triggered what's most likely a deep-seated abandonment issue. According to studies, when feelings of abandonment surface, it has nothing to do with anyone else but the individual suffering from that issue. There was nothing Zinea could do. Daniel was a classic psychopath. Samantha Stewart, a nurse who lived in the Springfield Gardens area of Queens, New York, was truly enjoying the vibe with Daniel Drayton. Drayton told the New York Daily News in an interview that he and Samantha Stewart shared an artichoke pizza and went back to her place. He also said he really liked her. Then he told the reporter he remembered hearing voices that said she had to die and that he remembered killing her. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Samantha Stewart went on a date with Daniel Drayton after meeting and exchanging messages on the dating app Tinder. She was a night shift nurse at a hospital in Long Island, and calls were made to her family because she hadn't shown up for work. Samantha missing work was an immediate red flag. This is why her family was so quick to go check on her. The police arrived around 9 p.m. and began their investigation. Still, the next day, crime scene trucks, police, and forensic techs dominated the small Queens street. Neighbors were shocked. Samantha's family discovered her lifeless body after her job called and said she never showed up for her night shift at North Shore University Hospital in Manhasset, New York. Investigative journalist Joe Gardner describes the scene. The crime scene was partially cleaned up and Samantha was found in the corner of the room. Her teeth were broken. Now, 
You have to imagine the force and accuracy this takes and how painful and awful Samantha's last moments must have been. Whoever did this was someone filled with rage. The level of violence was shocking. For someone as sweet-natured and good as Samantha was, why would someone beat her so savagely? This poor young woman who was bright, ambitious, and determined for a good life was denied that by Drayton. She worked hard to finish college and become a registered nurse. All of that, gone in a matter of days from this dating app disaster with Daniel Drayton. This could have happened to anyone. Samantha was the misfortunate victim lost at the hands of this psychopath. It's the common denominator in these two cases, one being a murder, one being a rape is dating websites. Uh, so this individual is known to us and it is believed by us that this individual uses dating websites to meet women and then victimize these women. Meanwhile, Zenea Barney was about to get a shocking report from the local news. Daniel Drayton's face was plastered all over the news during an NYPD press conference. Chief Dermot F. Shea held a photo of Daniel Drayton where he described him as a dangerous man on dating apps. Zenea had no idea Drayton had been released from jail in New York until the NYPD announcement. Also mentioned the news conference held by Chief Dermont F. Shea was that Drayton was caught in North Hollywood, California. This was consistent with Daniel telling Zenea that he was moving to California for work. But did Daniel intend to murder Zenea during their June 13th meeting? Zenea's relentless effort to protect her son included several close calls with Drayton. Her courage to refuse him entry may very well have saved her own life as well as her young son's life. Given the chance, it's possible that Drayton's attempts to break in were to kill her. He used a ladder to attempt to break into Zenea's second floor window and slept outside her home, cutting her brake lines and those belligerent outbursts. How terrifying would this have been? And sadly, for many women across the globe, this is an everyday occurrence. Thank you for coming in, Zanea. Just had a few questions for you. So what do you know about uh, Dan Well? We have been talking for a few months, and he just would really say some really crazy things to me, you know? And at first, it was just kind of like little flags, but... He just would pop up out of nowhere. He started sleeping outside of my house and just being, just saying all kinds of nasty stuff to me. You know what I mean? Zanea is a hero. She provided vital information for police and prosecutors to build a case. It would be over her dead body that Drayton would try and take her life. She had a son to take care of, and that was all the motivation she needed to survive. And now, detectives in Los Angeles would be on the lookout for Danielle Drayton. And there was one key piece of evidence. You know what they say, follow the money. Drayton stole Stewart's credit card. The card was used to buy a plane ticket to LA. Drayton met a woman in an Uber pool rideshare. They exchanged numbers and Drayton was as charming as ever. The woman from the Uber agreed to meet up with Drayton. Neighbors reported seeing him smoking and having a normal, casual conversation with her. However, he then began his savage assault on her. Her identity remains protected by the courts, and she is lucky to be alive. 
Samantha's credit card may have also been used for Drayton's Uber account, which would be how police tracked Drayton to a North Hollywood apartment where he was arrested. The LAPD arrested Daniel Drayton in North Hollywood, California on July 24, 2018. The arrest wasn't just the arrest of Drayton, but the rescue of another woman who Daniel Drayton was in the middle of assaulting. Drayton managed to slip through the cracks of some very serious offenses. According to more than 150 pages of court records and police reports, Drayton had a long history of violence against women in Connecticut. The reports reveal that Drayton was once found incompetent to stand trial and was diagnosed at some point as schizophrenic. As far back as 2011, the records also show Drayton, upon release from prison, attacked the same woman again less than a week later. Drayton missed numerous appointments with his probation officer and refused to get mental health services. The woman said Drayton would only stop if she said she loved him. He had stopped taking his medication in December of 2017, according to a childhood friend. Drayton's friends told New Haven police when he fled a harassment complaint against Drayton in January 2018 that Drayton stopped taking his medications while he was living with him. The friend said Drayton was diagnosed as schizophrenic. Drayton would also post an ad for $250 on Facebook to murder his roommate. Multiple times, Drayton failed to be connected to crimes out of state. And now that he was in custody, this time he could finally face justice. Or would his mental issues keep him on the streets? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Daniel Drayton was being held on a $1.25 million bond in California. He was on probation in Connecticut during the suspected crime spree. Connecticut officials have said they didn't know Drayton had been arrested in New York or that he had even gone to Los Angeles. They said they obtained a warrant to rescind his probation in late July because he had missed numerous appointments with his probation officer. New York police have said Drayton is a suspect in the murder of Samantha Stewart, who was found strangled in her queen's apartment on July 17th. The same day Connecticut officials submitted their violation of probation warrant. So hypothetically, <laughs> if they had turned it in sooner, when right. he first violated his right. probation, then they would have been able to keep track of it. Exactly. And they would have known where he was. And oh, it's so infuriating. Journalist Joe Gardner puts blame on the lack of communication between state agencies. New York police said that Drayton had no history of mental illness, but court records in Connecticut paint a different picture. According to police reports, in October 2017, Drayton was apparently living at a homeless shelter on Grand Avenue in New Haven when his childhood friend offered him a place to stay. But soon, 
Drayton was accusing his friend of stealing from his disability checks while becoming more agitated and confrontational, the police report said. Daniel was arrested time and time again, and evidence began to build that there may have been six more victims that he may have killed. In an interview with the New York Daily News from his jail cell, Drayton said he suffered from schizophrenia and bipolar disorder and heard voices that made him violent and made him do some of the things he is now accused of doing. He said, quote, I'm a passenger in my own body. He repeated that over and over, referring to the voices that he claims drive his evil actions. He claimed, it's mind control. They use direct energy weapons on me to control my mind. Daniel Drayton is an example of how the justice system can be blind. If one hand of law enforcement had spoken to the other, maybe Samantha Stewart would still be alive. Unfortunately, it appears that Samantha Stewart swiped wrong when she swiped right and met her alleged murderer, Danielle Drayton, online. This story boils my blood, Courtney, and it's also one of the reasons that so many women don't come forward Mm -hmm. because they're not taken seriously Mm -hmm. or the court doesn't take the case seriously. Mm -hmm. It's heartbreaking how often Mm -hmm. this happens and how much things exactly like this Mm -hmm. could be avoided if women were taken seriously. It's also, I'm frightening in that, you know, I feel we try our best to walk away from episodes with some kind of lesson or something to discuss or something to Mm -hmm. say that could have been done differently, but there was nothing that could have been done differently. No. As much as just, I hope this episode reaches enough people that this is a conversation that we can keep pushing. Don't go to second locations. Maybe. (laughs) I'm Jillian Lee Garner. And I'm Courtney Bell. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at IMMO Podcast and feel free to leave a comment on whatever podcast app you are listening to. Stay safe, everyone. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.